Yes. Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome. Let the filibustering begin. All right. We got a little movie news, rumors, rumblings roundup for you. Here I'm at about movies. We got some Winkle Recommends coming at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. But we also have a movie of the week episode coming for you. It's the death on the murder on the Nile of the Orient Express. <laughs> and it'll be of the dropping planet. this week on your main oh, feed. Yeah. Right. So look forward to that. But we're also digging into Denzel talk. Starting mm. our Denzel retrospective in the VIP feed. So so it's not Denzel. I pronounce it Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> I've just missed it. If I just right. missed like it all these years. Uh-huh. You just never heard it pronounced uh, out loud. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I've only, only read seen it. it. Only I've seen only it in ever, text. Yeah. I've only <laughs> ever read it. You'd think yeah. of being on a pod like this for 10 years. Uh, you, you would think. Heard it. Yeah, it would, you would. Yeah, we just did uh, Macbeth too, but I, uh, which I thought was Macbeth um, until <laughs> that episode. So I'm. Uh, it's McDonald's. And say McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. On the McDonald's. <laughs> so we got that uh, kicking off in the VIP for the bonus. Uh, folks over there who enjoy, enjoy basically our main episode because we we kick back in those you know we we let our our, our coffee basically kicks in at that point and we're we're loosey goosey for that episode so mm-hmm. right now we're going to talk business but we're gonna mm. we're gonna party it's serious now yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so serious talk time to talk some super bowl trailers <laughs> and that is the uh, first topic of of order tonight yeah, I guess I was impressed, fellas, with the amount of trailers we got because I don't know, I didn't expect uh, basically any because of the way movies are kind of pushed aside these days. And uh but yeah, we got we got some and they were I, I guess bigger movies. And the first one that I saw that piqued my interest was Doctor Strange 2 or Doctor Strange mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness. And that one was Holy moly, that looked intense, but I was very, very impressed with that. And that, that, I guess that was first quarter, first time out of the, of the Super Bowl. So prime, <laughs> prime time placement for that. And Brian, first reaction to this Doctor Strange footage was, was the kid freaking out for this. Uh, we missed it. I, ju- oh. I literally just watched it like five minutes ago. We went, went to a friend's house for, uh, for we had the, to pick up Super some Bowl. jalapeno poppers on the yep. way. Like, mm-hmm. ah. Yep. Had to, had you to watched it at a Hooters with your Friday. wife and kid, as mm-hmm. as is tradition. Right, just mm-hmm. you, the fam, yes. and yes, it's a family owned restaurant, Richard. <laughs> it um, is. Yeah, we walked in. It was yeah, it was even. I mean, I think it was before the game started. It was like between the pregame and the actual kickoff because I think I oh, saw was the it? opening kickoff. But anyway, it might have uh, yeah, been I like just, after the national anthem or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's what it like was. That. So anyway, well, I just watched it, and uh, yeah, it looks cool, man. I I. Uh, you know, Doctor Strange is not my favorite of of the Marvel characters, but I think uh, I think Spider Man No Way Home really showed that he he can be fun, he can be used well. I do think that he's one that you kind of want to surround with with more people. Um, I think that was a lesson maybe learned from the first Doctor Strange, which is a solid movie, but it it's 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 maybe a lot of of heavy lifting for for that character to do to be like the solo character in the movie. So uh you know, looks like looks like Wanda's going to be in this a lot, which I'm super for. Uh yeah. <laughs> love that. Love that quite a bit. 
Um, and be quite torn between Elizabeth Olsen and, and Rachel McAdams. It's going to be a tough one for me, but, uh, he can't, she saw him time travel a bit in, um, <laughs> right. in right. the Spider-Man movie. And she was like, called She's her like, agent. Like, yeah, oh, man, got to get me back in. Yeah. I was out, but now, now I'm in, um, <laughs> Has to, has to be in it. Yeah, the, the I think it's cool to have the different. I mean, like multiverse stuff can is going to get really tiring. Yeah, I think pretty quickly. Um, so go ahead and maximize it while you can. I guess would would be my my advice. If we're still doing multiverse in five ish years, I feel like I'm going to be like I I just can't handle one more multiverse. It's going to be my file scene or or overshirt. Can I just I, I don't know. It's it's gonna. It's gonna get real tiring really fast, but I'm I'm here for it. If you do it well, obviously, I'm here for it right now. I think it can it can be fun with this character. I think having sinister Doctor Strange is a cool cool spin on all this stuff. It looks visually appealing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Sam Raimi's not my guy. He's not really my favorite yeah, kind of either. director. That's what makes me worried is that more than anything. yeah. But I I mean I I just have to remind myself of like Spider Man Two is really good still minus a couple of scenes that are yeah. super super campy. Um, and you know he's had other stuff that he's that he's done quite well with and and so we'll see if I think he's just somebody who like honestly he might be somebody who benefits from being in the Disney system and yeah, having sure. Feige kind of. I mean, I know we we don't like that for for filmmakers to have to answer to anybody or have somebody looking over their shoulder, but I I think he's somebody that kind of like can't quite help his worst impulses at times, and so it may be very helpful, beneficial for him to to be working with Feige. But yeah, man, I looked really cool, and I I dig all the the concepts of of multiple Wandas and and whatever Stuhlbarg is doing in this. I'm kind of excited for and. <laughs> Definitely heard Patrick Stewart's voice on that trailer, uh, which is cool. Always, always happy. Oh, I'm gonna get a little, little X Men. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, even beyond that, it's just like if he's just in this, it'd be cool. So I'm excited for this. I'm, um, it's not. It's like more. Excuse me, less than Spider Man, but more than like Eternals or or Black Widow. So that's cool. It's cool to be given the last two or three years that we've had. And last year being like this sort of stop, start, return to normalcy and whatnot. I'm, I'm pumped just to have this kind of movie back because uh, I love, I like blockbuster movies. So it looked, yeah. it looked pretty cool. I thought it was a really good trailer. Is my long winded answer to this. Richard, any reaction to this thirty second of uh, look into the multiverse yeah. of madness? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Brian. I'm pretty much note for note. I, I'm, I'm pre tired of multiverse right now. Um, I'm not yet, but I can right. see a world. I can see a, a ver- universe where I am. See what I did there? Um, yeah, I, I, I think, um, but so I, I'm starting to kind of get my guard up a bit. I hope this isn't all of phase four is, is that and we have quantum mania coming next year too, which can kind of go into that same world. Who knows? But, uh, but all that to be, all that said, it looks, it looks, yeah, it looks super cool. And, and, uh, Wanda's great. So that, you know, that'll be a cool tie-in and, and working those together and all that. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm excited for it. You'll have you'll have Cumberbatch, you know, maybe off an Oscar too. Like it'll be uh mm-hmm. That was going to be my main point is like yeah. Cumberbatch is my MVP of last movie year, I guess, when it came to Power of the Dog and what he did in Spider-Man and What about the guy that played little- Kurt Warner? The dude from <laughs> Chuck Levi something. Yeah, Zachary Zach Levi. Levi. Yeah. I want to say Levi. Because he was uh, Kurt Warner. Weaver. And, uh, you know, he's also probably got another Shazam or whatever those are called. So, 
I mean, guy's yeah. bringing it. He does have another Shazam with Rachel Zegler, so watch out for that. Don't don't uh, don't sleep on that one. But no, Benedict Cumberbatch could be coming off of, yeah best actor win, and then he's, next thing he's got a couple months later, boom, Doctor Strange coming at you. The way they've worked Doctor Strange in or reinvigorated the character in the MCU, mm-hmm. I've really been yeah. a fan of. And yeah, you you know crossing that over with the WandaVision stuff. I think that that has potential to really work. And then I think this one probably has a lot of Marvel planning behind it when it comes to what, uh, I don't want to spoil any other Marvel movie, but the last couple of Marvel movies, let's just say, have been leaning towards this. So I don't know if Sam Raimi just came in with a script or or anything like that. It feels like they needed somebody to kind of put a name on this or, or... guide the ship but this one feels like almost written by marvel and uh they're like okay we'll take care of this sam but you just kind of be there and make sure this thing doesn't uh go crazy but i don't think this is going to be like a sam raimi movie in any way or have much sam raiminess to it if it's going to feel like i don't know spider-man no no way home did it'll just be like Mm -hmm. a a marvel movie Mm -hmm. so um, yeah, the next trailer was another Marvel thing, though. It was for Disney Plus, and it's Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. This one, first impression for me, holy crap, this looks pretty awesome. Yeah. I love Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think there's some actors that are going to just stay away from Marvel because they don't want to be a part of the machine. And I always felt like Oscar Isaac might be there after Star Wars. Like he just might not want to be a part of another machine. But Marvel is really smart and they know what they're doing. And this seems like a really cool character for him. So I'm I'm really happy that he's involved. And I don't know. It looked kind of like Batman. Mm, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It's, it caused a fight at my Super Bowl party. Oh. Because there was a guy there that insisted that Oscar Isaac was dead. Because the the other guy in this movie, Gaspard Uliel, a uh, French actor, sadly died oh, skiing yeah, a yeah. few weeks ago. Right, right. And he would just not back down that it was <laughs> Oscar Isaac that it. was dead. Mm-hmm. And I, we were all like, yeah. he's he's not. And uh, it was a good it, four and a half minute, almost wow. screaming level argument. So that was a fun Super Bowl. It's too bad that you guys didn't all have supercomputers in your pocket. I know. Be able to look that up. Yeah. But, but at your parties, you don't allow phones in. Right? I don't. Well, it's I make, like I have White those concert. bags. Yeah, yeah. I have the bags that Jack White has. I have some block bags and it wasn't even, I wasn't even hosting the party. I just was attending, but I right. still insist because yeah. you don't know. I got a couple of Miller lights in me and who knows, you know, <laughs> I don't, true. I don't need that yeah. on the record. You're, you're always like, two drinks max away from a Robin dance, you know? So you can't <laughs> exactly. let everybody. Can't exactly. Let them, let yeah. See and it's not that I don't want that to get out. I just, I am the curator of that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm right. kind of an auteur, so it needs to be right. filmed on my terms. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is a Steven Soderbergh situation here uh, for, for you. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's fun. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. I know nothing about Moon Knight, but I have a, I follow a couple of people. He's like Batman, right? Kind of. In Moon Knight, there's in Moon in Moon Knight, it's uh, it's Jade's hitting the pavement. It's not pearls. okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Cool. And it's Perfect. at the symphony, not the opera. Oh. It's totally different. <laughs> yeah, totally different. Um, yeah, he like I think he's I think this opens with him be, or quickly gets to him like in a mental mental institution and things like that. So it's like he has he has really anyway. I follow a couple people on Twitter who are big 
comic book folks and they are really hyped for this and and felt like the trailer gives off vibes that are appropriate for the comic and stuff like it's not going to be a i think this is probably the least kid appropriate as far as disney plus is going to get for these things i I think it seems like it's it's very dark material and they're going to like go as far into pg-13 dark as they as they can um and so we'll we'll see what happens there but that i mean the cast rules i mean you talk you said Oscar Isaac may not want to work in a in a system like this. Kent, freaking Ethan Hawke is in this thing, man. I mean, yeah, like that's that's huge. Ethan Hawke and F. Murray Abraham. Are you kidding me? Like, are we making a Richard Linkletter movie or what? Right. I mean, I can't wait. This sounds awesome. And I love that uh, Ethan Hawke is basing his performance off David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it looks that's like what it. That, no, he, he says he is. Yeah. So. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a cult leader type guy. Oh, so. cool. This no, I didn't know that. I thought you just meant it looked like he was, he was doing that. But yeah. yeah. What if he David Koresh was really into <laughs> is basically what he's <laughs> Man, God. the greatest meme of all Hulk time. I so much. Just I always... He is all of us in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many more characters they're going to bring out into the MCU or introduce and... Nova's always been a character that I've wanted them to do for a long time, and it seems like they're not. It's not in the cards. I don't know why that is. It seems to go right along with the Captain Marvel, the, the Captain Americas, the Guardians of the Galaxy type stuff. Huge character, mm. and it never has. It seems like they were teasing it in Guardians of the Galaxy with the Nova Corps and John C. Riley's character, and that that could have kind of bled into that, and. Mm. Um, I've expected like a, a Nova series or mm. a Nova movie announcement. And they're like, no, we, we got the X-Men. We're going to do Fantastic Four. We got all these Spider-Man. You know, it's just, it doesn't seem like it's going to be another decade before that movie or series is ever announced. And sure. Moon Knight is, is another pushing it, in, in the, pushing it down the timeline, so to speak. Uh, speaking of timelines, we are back in the uh, Jurassic Park world, guys. Mm. And um, this time around, it, it's it seems like we're in Overshirt City. <laughs> what I've I've done this one yeah. Jurassic World Overshirt City <laughs> because we've got Sam Neill in an overshirt, we've got Lord Dern overshirting, Chris Pratt is overshirting. Yeah, Jurassic Park and basically invented the overshirt. I mean, Spielberg Spielberg loves an overshirt. He does. I will say, and I had to tell people again at Super Party I was at, uh, that this movie will be terrible because the trailer is quite good, <laughs> but I just don't trust this series. Uh, they've got worse and worse, but I actually kind of, I thought the trailer was kind of fun and, and, yeah. uh, and I, I, it hyped. I had about 20 people in the thing I was at. Everyone was like, this was the one that got everyone hyped. Um, but I had to be like, oh, I mean, I didn't really say that. I'm not that guy at a party, but. <laughs> I thought it of like, Actually, uh, well, you're all going to be, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> now, yeah. excuse me, I will be getting more dip. <laughs> the cater uh, spread at this party costs more than an ankylosaur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let Trevor I know. Get over that. I will never, argue with you. I will never get over the price for fully formed dinosaurs in this movie at a bad guy auction. I just... I just, I still, I still don't understand. I don't understand how. There's that... so much more though now, thanks to inflation. So <laughs> thanks, Biden. I right. did. Yeah. Did we ever talk about how I tweeted? We tweeted about that, and Trevor yeah. like responded yeah. to it and was like, 
Wait, yeah. you, did you think they were too expensive or too cheap? Like he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, he's like, because we seriously, he's like, because we seriously talked about this for like so yes. long in the process of right. whether they were too expensive or too. And like, well, you got the wrong, you did it wrong. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you landed on so was not wrong. correct. So wrong. Two million dollars for a stegosaurus. <laughs> Genetically engineered, right. lost to the yes. eons of time, and now yeah. back, if freshly been work, back. If by you've the way. been working in New York for more than four years, you can buy basically <laughs> right. your salary. Right. You know, you're saving up I a nice just, amount. Didn't we do a bit of Leno had a Leno yes, had yeah, a, Leno was a, a warehouse full? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. that's I, I, I got I got every uh, every uh, every DNA. You know, all the DNA. Um, He's the, just going to work down Sunset Boulevard in like a. <laughs> Triceratops. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> He's got right. the brains on and it. his denim shirt. <laughs> the amount of uh yeah, I like that they're they seem to be going with a I don't know, I guess they're National Geographic look with this. Uh, yeah. which could either work or be bad. Uh, I, I don't I'm know. I'm fully ready for this to be uh the best of the 3. Mm-hmm. But three and a half hours long because they're trying to jam so much. <laughs> I think stuff it in. is. I think they've right. said it's a it's the yeah. longest one or something that's like what, that that's already. What my kid wants. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a to to your point of you know the Super Bowl uh, Bowl party being hyped and everything. I mean, that's how we get with Fast and Furious, where it's like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't care if it's if it's cars driving fast and being thrown off cliffs. I'm in. I don't I don't care you know, how great it is or whatever. And I think there is a, a level of that with dinosaurs and people. It's just like, I don't care if there's, yes. if there's dinosaurs, yes. I'm in. Yeah. And it, that, it's kind me, of a remarkably unproblematic fan group. Like I'm, it's yeah. that the, the, the Jurassic Park stands are like, yeah, this sucks, but I, it's dinosaurs. I dig it. And they're <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. not, not telling us to kill ourselves or anything right. like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty, I, yeah, they're I my favorites. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is nice. Yeah. I would be in that camp of super into it, but I mean, if Jurassic Park wasn't a top ten movie for me of, of my life, sure. no, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah. no, it, no question. You know, I guess the subsequent ones have each and you know chipped away at that love <laughs> each and every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I guess that's why I'm I'm not in the the full on I don't care mode because. It just reminds me of how much better the <laughs> my favorite movie is uh, than, than I these, fully you know? separate in my brain, and and I wish and I could, I mean, when, except they're bringing every freaking character. Yeah, the, I, that's true. The this first may one put that the, I can't test. separate to, the two. Now. Yeah, to this point, it's just been like there's Jurassic Park, and then there's all these dinosaur movies that exist over yes. here that are completely different things. Yeah, I thought the trailer was good. I mean, I I'm with you guys. I I, I expect it to not be good, but if it's going to be good, I think it's cool to bring back the original actors and the characters and kind of it feels like maybe they got a little more input from people outside of Colin Trevorrow, which I think is a good idea and stuff. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. I think it has a chance to be, if it could just be fun, then I'm good with it. Right. Like that's, that's really all that I, I need from this. I don't need it to, to try to measure up to Jurassic park. There I'm kind of with you on the Jurassic park stands being tolerable but there's some trevro stands that like that's our full that's snyder true. territory yeah it's like they yeah. think he's a genius that right. he uh the tr- colin trevro is gonna change the world of cinema forever because mm-hmm. he made right. jurassic jurassic worlds re recaptured or whatever it was mm-hmm. the second one yeah what it fallen kingdom I don't right know. right and the book of whatever that movie was i can't remember what it's called anymore book of jacob or something what was it book of eli <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Book of Henry. There we Book go. Book of Henry. One of the most wheels off movies <laughs> I have ever seen in my <laughs> yeah. life. Just cool. I hope you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a real movie that somebody yeah. paid money for. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, it's a lovely coming of age story <laughs> about a young boy. Unfortunately, he dies. 25 right. minutes in so mm-hmm. and his dumb mom commits murder <laughs> for him yeah that's the gist of it it's, it's quite spoiler odd. alert sorry trevor's gonna be really mad when these are done and he's exposed as having to make movies that aren't jurassic park maybe he's gonna really try to be like hey netflix can i just do y'all's right jurassic park stuff from the visionary the director of yes. the book of henry yeah. yes he's been hiding behind dinosaurs for a while, and he's going to be exposed soon. That's we're the time his autobiography. We're on to you, Colin. Right. Or he's going to pitch a series to Netflix, and they're going to be like ready to write the check for a hundred million, and he'll be like, "I'll do it for like eighteen hundred bucks." <laughs> that seems like fair. <laughs> he's just bad at pricing across everything. <laughs> How much? I don't even know. What, what like do you? Lot. What do these go for? I could probably do it for right. yeah, six. It's seven one grand. banana, Michael. How much? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's why Jurassic World two cost cost four hundred million dollars to to produce. <laughs> it's gonna cost at least that. When they wrote that script, wrote like four billion, right? Just as like a placeholder for the number, and then when they debated, they just went way too far yeah. in the other direction. The fact that they actually debated is so funny. Like I, that, there's got to be a tape of that somewhere. I mean, some how much do you think the meeting. dino DNA itself costs? Like just to produce, it's got to be in the in the uh, like yes. nine figures range, right? right? I mean, come on. Yeah, just the act of birthing the animal itself had to. They're already in a hole like twenty million. And this is early in the process too. This isn't two hundred years into it where there's un- right. a lot, you know, right. supply and demand. There's a lot of these around. This is six weeks yeah, after they've been one reinvented. Island. Yeah, this isn't like. <laughs> You're going down to the pound and grabbing and grabbing a nice stego. That yeah, makes no sense. Anyway, uh, one of the trailers that seemed to get a lot of people hyped, but a lot of people angry, I guess, is this Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. Speaking of spent money, they've invested a billion into this bad boy. I think it did with like ten episodes. Hold um, on, let me do the math real something. quick. That is wow. That's like 500 stegosaurus. <laughs> that is a lot. I, yeah. They could easily buy. Yeah, that's like a, you know, a you T-Rex. Could, that's a whole herd, you know? I mean, you could you could take up the four, <laughs> six, spent, and H with that. Yeah, uh, they spent a herd of Triceratops <laughs> on this Lord of the Rings movie. Let's start. <laughs> Let's start just using that as our conversion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that in Bitcoin or USD? No, it's in Stego. Just, just twenty nine Stego. Stego. Right, we're in the Triceratops <laughs> business now. Yeah. Well, the Mavs traded Porzingis because over time they think that they can, you know, the Dinwiddie contract is, you mm-hmm. know, about thirty less Stego, so they can probably get out of it a little easier. <laughs> I love that so against much. the salary cap. Stego. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so they spent a billion, a billion point. stego on this bad boy, <laughs> and uh, there, you know, that is a lot of money to spend on a TV show. Probably the, the most ever, unless you're Amazon, unless it's, <laughs> it's uh, not HBO. Right. Yeah, but Amazon, it's got to be 
along with Apple, probably have the most money to spend on, the, yes. on this crap. Maybe they Netflix. Spent, you want to hear something crazy stat? This is an ad age a couple weeks ago. They spent 16... I've got it actually right in front of me. They spent $16.9 billion on advertising. Amazon did in most ever. So they spent $32,000 a minute on advertising. Uh, but they made like $18.5 billion on advertising because those ads on Amazon. They actually made more money on ads than YouTube. So Amazon's doing okay. Good for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? When is he going to bring back dinosaurs? Is what I'm saying, you know? It's sooner or later, Amazon. I mean, there's not going to be any other stores. It's just going to be. Yeah. If there are stores, they're going to be owned by Amazon. But like, you're going to go to the Amazon <laughs> grocery store, the Amazon hardware store. It's just all going to be not one. dystopian at all. Yeah. No, one, it's good. One thing. That's what you want. Competition's bad. Mm-hmm. But they already, I mean, they're already taking over our lives in so many ways. It is really weird to think. I mean, we've got Amazon security, uh, whatever. I mean, we got the Amazon content. We're watching their movies. They're running, you know, Oscars and crap. Um, and it's a freaking uh, website that sells, you know, books and adapters for your computer when you need them <laughs> at the last minute. So that's amazing that they're investing a billion into this bad boy. I think there's potential here, but obviously Peter Jackson did great work with the yeah. the series. Uh, so it's always going to have that as a comparison. Hopefully they do some different stories. I don't know how far they can stray away from what they've done before. Brian, do you know anything about, are they going to do just the Lord of the Rings story or is this any kind of... It's a prequel, right? Uh, reimagining or anything like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is. It is a prequel. Look, my uh, I love Lord of the Rings and I love Tolkien, um, but my my appreciation and love pretty much stops at the four yeah. main books and and this then the products their or, or sure. properties that come out of it because I mean if you get like. Even Lord of the Rings, I'll say, like, I love, those books are great. They're great books. There's a lot of, like, dwarven songs and stuff. And there's a lot of, <laughs> like, just stretches where you're like, anybody. Well, they got Lin-Manuel Miranda to do the dwarf songs on this one. So. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a lot. And <laughs> if you get really into Tolkien. A little bit like, dwarf, a little yeah. bit dwarf. <laughs> I'm already going there, man. Sorry, Brian's having to try to do like serious, like literary critique. So much better. Uh, like, so many of these other books are so. What does a haggard, tiny little guy. Uh, yeah. What do you think of the most ridiculous Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> what he can. Uh, oh man, um, we are having fun. Uh, sorry, the, I like new no, episodes. I love the, uh, They're no, fun. no, yeah, I agree. Well, one. this I could, agree. but you're right, Brian. I think to it's it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to. I, so my point really is this: can't like I have no idea. I know that this is a prequel. I know I understand, and you. I mean, you both have seen the movies, so you understand. It's it's the the prologue to the movie when it talks about how uh, Sauron created you know the One Ring and the ways that. That he, you know, uses these other rings to 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 bind the mm. the rulers of men and elves and dwarves to his cause, basically, and that's what this is ostensibly okay. about. Anyway, now if you, I mean, 
I'm sure there's someone listening um, or many people listening who are like, you can find all this in the Similarian or like one of the other. And it Tolkien is Sean Jervis, right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Cool. So it's but like it's Grey's Anatomy very... adjacent or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But it's it's all very. it To me, it's like I just want I want to just I want to watch yeah. the show. The show looks cool. I mean, we can talk yeah. about the visuals, I'm sure. It's a big gamble even for, uh, I mean, I know Amazon has all the money in the world, sure. but like still, it's a billion dollars for two seasons of a show. That's a huge deal. Um, and it could go very poorly because there's like, to be honest, I mean, like Game of Thrones is such a weird thing in that it became a huge yeah. phenomenon and a cultural hit and all this sort of stuff because never, I mean, really, truly never have we ever made a, a fantasy, like a true high fantasy show or movie outside of Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings that has massive cultural sway and appeal. And mm-hmm. and yet, that se- the lesson from Game of Thrones seems to be, well, we can anyone can carve one of these out, right? Like, we've had a ton of attempts to, to do something like that since Game of Thrones started, and none of them have worked. So... If I was betting on it, like this was definitely the one that has the highest pedigree and and you know chance of being really good. And I mean, it sounds like I mean, Amazon is doing a ton of stuff with Lord of the Rings over the next ten years. Not just this this series, but there was a, like a a uh, an anime show that got announced yesterday. I think they're doing video game stuff. Like they are yeah. really going all in on on Lord of the Rings, and this immediately looks. Four billion times better than Wheel of Time did, you know, yeah. which just came out, and you just immediately like, okay, no one's ever going to watch that anymore because we have. They this missed thing the key. Coming. The key. The Game of Thrones key is you get a bunch of hot people, male right. and female. Yeah. You get them nice yeah. and naked, and next thing you know, ten million people care about right. elves or whatever yeah. dragons. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh no! I'm into this. Truthfully, yeah. though, seriously though, about that, like the the other thing that Game of Thrones did that. um I think all of these shows miss on and we'll see with this one is like, yes, they got a bunch of beautiful people and they're all kinds of naked all the time on this show. Yeah. But also they're all like really, really good actors. Sure. They got yeah. like classically trained well, and, incredible uh, actors, you know, and what's and his name? Stark, right. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, most of these people are yeah. really, really, really good. And then, I was gonna say MMO. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but for the most part, they're really, yeah. really, oh, really yeah. good actors. And I don't know that that is the case with so many of these. And we'll see. I I don't know many of the people that are in this show, and that that hopefully will be a good thing, right? Like, we'll pro- hopefully we say, man, never never seen any of these people because I hadn't seen any a lot of the people that were in Game of Thrones and that turned out to be really sure. good. But it's also. I mean, Wheel of Time, I watched one episode of that and I was like, I think they had a $10 million budget for acting and they gave Rosamund Pike Mm $9,999,000. I mean, it's like, it's just terrible. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see where it comes out on on that end. Yeah. I have high hopes for it. I, I, I'm certainly more interested in the source material than I was in Game of of Thrones at the outset. So I think uh, I'm intrigued on that level, but it's going to be competing with this game of Thrones prequel series, uh, house of the dragon. That's supposed to come out. Yeah. I think this and there's year. there's another, well. there's another game of Thrones series in development HBO at some point in the next year or two as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going to, there's going to be not, not all of them are going to succeed. And, um, I would put money on 
on this one just because of the pedigree and because it's you know it's amazon people um, know the characters yeah. i think this is going to do really well in like the comic-con scene oh yeah, yeah. and it's co-produced by the token right whatever right. that group is that and true also i think it's a great sign if something like this i think it's a really good sign that they they basically gave it three seasons up front like they're paying five i think okay it's, yeah 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 they paid a bunch up front and just said we are committed to doing this because I mean, the other thing with Game of Thrones that kind of gets forgotten is that it, it was a pretty slow build. Like, it mm. did have a big, like, oh, holy cow. Like, they, aver- they did a ton of advertising, and it was a big deal. But it, it wasn't until, it's not dissimilar to, like, Breaking Bad, where it wasn't until, you know, halfway through the, the run that it became, like, you know, <laughs> is every person I know watching this show? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, oh, it was yeah. a huge, huge deal. And that's really hard to do with with this kind of show because it's super expensive, you know? So for Amazon to be like, yeah, we're doing five seasons. We're green lighting however many episodes up front and, and budgeting and funding them and all that sort of stuff that, that will, that, I mean, that, that benefit, the, the show benefits from that. Cause you get the opportunity to, Hey, this first season didn't do great, but we really like where the story's going and we believe in it and we've already greenlit it. So we're good to go. You know, that's, that's, I think is a, is a good thing for the longevity of, of the show. Should it work? What's, your thoughts on this Jordan Peele trailer from Nope. Yeah, that's, that's a cool trailer. This one, um, I guess there's honestly no uh, word put out beforehand when he announces a project. It's just like, all right, Jordan Peele is doing a new movie, and here's three people that are going to be in it. And it's yeah. a thriller. Like, that's all you know until mm-hmm. the trailer drops. I love that. They keep everything completely under wraps. And it looks like he's doing his version of Signs and Close Encounters. It's Looks freaking great, man. Give it give it to me. Yeah. No, I'm super I'm into super. it. I don't want to see another trailer. Like I yeah. want I, this is all I want to know is is what it's we've been point. given in that twenty seconds. That's it. Yeah. No, great I'm point. In. Great, great point. I'm I'm all in for it. Uh, you know, horses, UFOs, maybe it's a good the the good cowboys and aliens. I don't know. Maybe it's not aliens. I don't know. There'll be some twist involved mm-hmm. somewhere, but I love uh I love the trailer. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I mean, he's on the trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> we say it all the time with Christopher Nolan because he's he's almost singular in this, in that you don't have to put, you really don't have to put out a trailer for, for most Christopher Nolan movies. And I think, I think Peel is on that trajectory though. You can just say straight up, hey, new Jordan Peel movie. Stephen Yeun and seconds. Daniel Kaluuya. Yep. It, it comes out it. June 27th. So you you got to be a big know. boy this time and go see it in theaters, Brian? I think I will. Yeah. I think I will. I think I've. I think I've graduated. Like I know I'm a little bit better what to expect. Yeah, that's I get it. Freak me out, you know. Because these his are such, you know, for me. Like, and I don't. Even, I like going to the movie theater less than you guys, but I right. love his stuff in the theater. Such an energy sure. to it. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to uh, kind of talk about before we hit week recommends is Paramount slash Paramount Plus had a big day today, and they announced mm. a ton of ton of crap. First, they announced the fact that Viacom slash CBS is now just going to be called Paramount. So they're fully uh, all in on the Paramount thing. They've said they have 40 million people signed up for Paramount Plus, which is a number that impressed me. I think that's a quiet. Maybe it's a lot of NFL people who had needed to get it to uh, watch the NFL. I know that was the case for me this year. So we'll see how long that holds. But they say... Uh, as of today, that they're hoping that every or they're planning that every Paramount movie will be exclusive to their streaming service 
by 2024. So they've got some outstanding mm-hmm. contracts and things like that. But you know, every Paramount new release will be direct to that uh, that service right after it comes out. Uh, 45 day window, which used to be 90 days. So 45 days after theatrical, you can expect uh, to show up on Paramount Plus. So that's pretty nice. And they're starting with, uh, I guess, Jackass Forever is um, coming in uh, at the end of the end of this month. So they announced that they're starting that, I guess, with their current lineup of uh, and their app works, which is nice compared to like, you know, Peacock or something like that. It's actually (laughs) functional. Mm, That is nice. Weird. Yeah. They um, are also in production on A Quiet Place 3. 2025, mm-hmm. it'll come out. Very nice. And so that's official. They're- Did they say who's the who's? Maybe you're about to say this, kid. I'm sorry. Who's directing the spinoff that comes off out next year? Do you know? Did you I see didn't this? see that. No, I'm uh, scrolling up. Hold on, let me see. It's oh, it's it's Pig Guy, Michael uh, Michael Sarnowski. Got it. Nice. Because it was supposed to be Jeff Nichols, and I was mm-hmm. super pumped for that. Because I think a I love I think Jeff Nichols is is a great great yeah. director, but. B, I just thought he would work in that world really well because it was supposed to be like based in the South and all this kind of stuff. So, um, but Sweet. yeah, Sar- Sarnowski, that's a cool, that's a cool project for him. We'll, we'll spin off action. So yeah, the Quiet Place universe continues on. They're bringing back. This will excite you, Brian. This uh, Star Trek, Chris Pine, yeah, J.J. Abrams. Starts this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're starting production this year on a new movie, and. They say they're solidifying their Star Trek lineup or something like that, or they think like it's all over the place and they're trying to to bring it in a little bit and make it a little bit easier to follow because they've mm. got such a, you know, Picard and Discovery and all this stuff out there. They do have a new series coming this year called Strange New Worlds that premieres yeah. on yeah. Paramount this year. And they've got, uh, you know, some cartoon series as well, but... Yeah, we always wondered if they would ever bring back the Chris Pine Star Trek uh, stuff, and and yeah, they're doing it. So great. I love those. Yeah, I'm pumped for that, man. I love those movies. I think that movies are better when Star Trek movies are happening. I I think it's just like a fun sort of uh, like stopping point on the calendar that we should have every three to five years, and and I really dig this series, and I know J.J.'s not doing this anymore. Yeah, it's um, Matt Shankman. Is is J.J. still producing it, or...? I think so, um, but I'm not. I'm not totally sure. But yeah, like this guy's got a ton of. I mean, he is almost exclusively TV credits, but it's okay. all great stuff. Yeah, he did it's, Wandavision. You know, yeah, yeah, Wandavision cool. and the Great and uh, okay, cool. Game of Thrones and yeah. something else that I was just going. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Uh, Always Sunny, just kind of an odd. But yeah, like he he just has a ton of ton of uh you know good tv credits too oh fargo was the other one. Oh, cool uh, he did a couple episodes of that so yeah this, apparently this they signed cool. four picture deals to begin because it is this one was the one that was you know forever going to be ter- potentially tarantino mm-hmm. and then right. that's not going right. to happen because yeah i don't i can't believe they haven't tried to do the same thing they did with the pine star trek and done it with the next generation and just mm-hmm. like all right sure. well, here's a young picard here's a young data you know just done that yeah I would have, I'd have liked that. I'd love it if they'd be able to to develop a new, a new set. Like I know Discovery's out there. I, I don't know. They, it's really. I mean, I'm not, I'm not offended by stuff or anything like that. But like, it, it, it's very frustrating how, are those shows are on on Paramount or whatever it's called now. Um, 
because I just feel like it's a bit of a. I'm not sure that it's 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 super fitting for Star Trek. It's yeah. a strange, yeah. It's kind of a strange fit. I agree. Um, to to double down on it the way, the way that they have. Um, I at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna get into Discovery. I watched the first season of Discovery and it was such a slow build to try to figure things out and like get to where I I I cared enough uh to stick with it. But I I don't know. I see it all the time. Like I look at when I'm looking for something to watch. I'm always like, man, at some point I need to do that. But I think it's on season four now. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah, and I'm excited about New Worlds. Like that's that seems maybe that's the, the the new starting point. And Picard was really cool too. I know there's a new season of that coming out later this year. And um, that was cool. Him cool just hanging out at his winery. That was kind <laughs> yeah. of a nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice departure. But yeah, I thought they could just. I think the formula of having characters we're familiar with, but cast new people as those mm-hmm. characters, I think that works because it's be so cool. hard yeah. to invest in just the new, Oh, here's blank captain blank. And uh, you know, like they've done in discovery, right. it's just so hard to get into that where, whereas it's like, Oh, here's, I don't know, young actor. Here's Chalamet as young Picard seems <laughs> yeah. like an, an easier sell for a, an audience, but, but we'll see. So yeah, Star Trek is continuing. That's great. Paramount seems to be in the Taylor Sheridan business, boys and girls. Oh man. And with the Yellowstones and the 1883s, they've announced five new, uh, projects are coming from Taylor Sheridan and co. Yeah, I cool. It, but like, can you focus on them a little bit? Yeah. No, I, I don't know if it's going to be a combo sucked. of movies yeah. or shows. It says five mm-hmm. new, it said movies, but I don't know if that's like a mm-hmm. mini series or what, uh, you know, standalone it's crazy eight episodes or I don't know. On Yellowstone, the, the writing burden he takes on. He rides, yeah. you know, there's no staff yes. on that show. I was going to ask you guys, you know, you're talking about Game of Thrones earlier. Is Yellowstone the show that's going to be like, all right, everybody's watching this, so I have to I have to watch it? Like, is it going to get to that point or I mean, you think it's going to fade away? I think that it's very funny that it, it <laughs> I mean, we live, obviously, we live in Texas. Uh, it's amazing to me. How many people I know who have lived within 10 miles of the stockyards their entire life and have never once in their life either been to the stockyards or worn a cowboy hat or Carhartt or anything like that. And then suddenly in the last six months, yeah. it's like all they, it's like their entire personality. I know so <laughs> many people that are so committed to Yellowstone and, it blew up like right before. A, I mean, again, four seasons sucked. It was awful, and yeah. um, <laughs> it's just a very, it's a very odd thing about uh, about our current culture, or at least within you know my own. They dropped the prequel series culture. in the perfect time. Oh, like, uh, I gotta go uh, dump out my dip cup. I'll be <laughs> back in a second. It's just so, it's so amazing. So many people that I've again, I'm whatever you, you know, you do you, but like. So many people that I've never once in my life that I've known my entire life that I've never seen wear cowboy boots, and then all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, it's part of my deal. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, uh, good luck. You know, I mean, all right, it sounds sounds car cool. um, is like so pumped about this. I know, I know, it's 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 pretty wild. I I hope that I really like Taylor Sheridan. I've been an or was yeah. an early stockholder. Yeah, you are. and uh, I think for the most part he he does really good stuff, and he's he's got a. Uh, He's got a great pen. Like he really, he understands what he's writing. He does a great job with it. I think that 
at some point he will have to he has to uh he has to <laughs> bring in some stuff. They're doing a hell or high water uh series, aren't they or something? I'm not sure. I saw something I about that or all in on that. Or, or I, a I sequel they, movie I, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Watching this season of Yellowstone, I just kept saying to my to my wife I was like I just think that he got he's got too many too many uh pokers in the fire here. Like he's just he's doing too much, you know. We got to going to become Ryan write. Murphy at some point. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So at some point you're going to have to you're going to have to diversify a little bit. You're going to have to to uh to <laughs> to, to, to get delegate a little bit, bring in some people you trust. You can't do all of these shows and movies at the same time. So hopefully he's he's learned that lesson and um I mean, I'm a big fan. I I think he's got a great voice and he is a very very talented writer. Uh I just I think he's probably got too too much on his plate. So Speaking of people in the uh, being, you know, in the business with Paramount, Mike Judge, man, he's back. Man, Beavis and Butthead movie coming AT. in series, where apparently Beavis and Butthead are going to be grown up in the movie, which I cannot wait for. Because <laughs> it like seems the like South they, Park movies, yeah, on Paramount, they, they maybe like they saw that and they're like, oh, we can we can go in that direction. But very excited for that. They've released a Mike Judge has released a preliminary sketch of what they look like and it's glorious can't wait for that and also i'm excited maybe more excited for this and i didn't think i'd be uh, bring him back king of the hill for a short run and i cannot wait for that and you know our uber driver to uh (laughs) yeah the impressions he's gonna get maybe uh, get a gig out of that sarah did a a king of the hill rewatch Uh before bed i don't know a year ago or so for her before bed sitcom, something's kind of on, and uh, great show and all that. I'd never seen it all the way through. I mean, I'd seen probably you know fifty episodes, but never really mm-hmm. wrote out. And uh, oh my god, is Peggy the worst character ever? <laughs> the worst. So like I, I've never hated a character more in my life in anything. So is it King of the Hill can come back, but Hank needs to be divorced. <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy is he's going to be out of a job. Think of Kathy. It's good voice work. I think Jimmy's good in that part, but it's like, that's written. Like you, the writers clearly hate her. Like she's the most prideful, <laughs> dumb, worthless character. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. That's just, yeah, maybe she'll be written better this time around. Yeah. But maybe she'll be, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I think Hank and all of Hank's friends and Bobby make up for, mm-hmm. I don't know. They Lou do. Ann no, won't it's be, a great show. Lou Ann won't be, here yeah. this time around, which will suck, but uh, but yeah, no, excited for that. Excited for Mike Judge getting back in the animation business. I love the reboot series he did for Beavis and Butthead like ten years ago. That was fun, and never they never did another one. I think it was ten episodes, and they never did another yeah. one where they were talking about Jersey Shore and stuff like that, and Skrillex videos. That was so fun. Yeah, that show was fun. It, like the actual plots were not that good, like the things, but the them sitting on the sofa instead of doing music videos, doing reality shows. Mm-hmm. They did one on teen mom yes. that I just remember like cry laughing at one in the morning too. It was just so, so funny. They did one where they were a drone. They, they, they like snuck into a drone pilot facility and they were like flying like military drones around <laughs> accidentally, like classic Beavis and butthead <laughs> like hijinks. So there was some good stuff in there, but I, I can't wait to see where they do with the grown ups. Um, South Park coming back. They're doing two movies a year for the next six years for Paramount plus uh, the seasons. So I'd been watching the South Park COVID stuff, which has been incredible. If you haven't seen the little mini series they've done, they're doing three, I think three movies 
like a trilogy of uh yeah of uh basically the start of covid and then like the kids grow up and covid is still going as they're adults and stuff it's some incredible satire you need to check it out uh, but they're also doing uh, the seasons i don't know if you've checked out yeah. the, the new the new seasons there i think there are three episodes in two episodes in but oh my goodness the last episode was <laughs> incredible so uh, it it was funnier than the last five seasons of snl combined it was it was that good uh, i loved it but uh, yeah south park uh, they're trey and matt getting paid from paramount and uh and hbo and hbo they're getting uh, double money right they need it are they ever going to bring book, book of mormon are they going to bring book of mormon to uh the screen i would love for that to happen at some I've point. I've talked about it. I don't know. They've got, I've read something online. They've got something they're doing with Kendrick, which yeah. I'm very interested to see. Yeah, I'm that, excited for that too. Whatever that's going to be. And, yeah, they, they, there it will be some kind of, uh, some kind of message involved, I'm sure, knowing yeah. that those two. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's basically the Paramount announcements. We've got a lot of, uh, great content coming from them and, and, uh, Batman Shane should be happily happy happily employed now for the next foreseeable future doing Hold on. You know, dubbing some Dora animated uh episodes and I just want the freaking Frasier reboot to get When is that going to be get announced? Some yeah. Well, it's it's announced but no no progress. Yeah, we need a we need plot on that. We need to see, what, see yeah. what's going on there. Those crane boys. Well, let's head a weekly recommend before we get out of here, fellas. All right? Weekly recommends. Mm. What you got, Richard? I got uh, no surprise. I think I talked about it even on the episode last week or something. Uh, Chuck Klosterman in the 90s. Uh, mm. Great, nice. great uh, essayist and a great subject matter of, to us, especially. I don't, we really all like thinking and all that about that era. So, uh, yeah, loved it. Loved it. Can't wait to reread it in probably a year or so. It's definitely one that will be fun to, to revisit. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully you guys will check that one out soon, especially. But I think a lot For of the sure. listeners will dig it as well. Is it a lot of nostalgia talk and stuff? No, it's actually very non-nostalgic on oh, purpose. Man. It's, uh, mm-hmm. No, it's you know I don't want to spoil, but it's like uh, I don't know. It's an anti-nostalgic look at the '90s, but very smartly done. Check it out. What you got, Brian? I'm going to recommend a book as well. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a really long time. So, right, the uh, author has been talking about it on podcasts. I feel like since 2016 or something, and then COVID just kept messing with it and stuff. But uh, it's uh, it's called Blood in the Garden by Chris Herring. It's about the 90s New York Knicks. Oh and yeah, I've heard that's pretty good, good man. It's, awesome. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, I loved. I was like a. I mean, I've always been a Mavs fan, but my. My favorite player growing up was Derek Harper. He got traded to the Knicks in '93 and uh, or '94, and it and so the Mavs were freaking awful. So I was like, "I'm okay. I'm gonna root for this team as well." And so I loved that era of Knicks basketball, which was super ugly and no offense and like flagrant fouls on every possession and all this sort of stuff. But it was I I don't know I I loved it and I loved that kind of defense and stuff. It was a lot of fun. So it was a really good. Herring, the author's name is Chris Herring, in case I didn't say that. He he did a really good job of of researching, getting some interviews, getting a lot of background. It's a good Richard, I think you'll like this. Like it's it is it's written for basketball viewers. Nice. Um and so there's not a lot of like over explanation on very simple basketball stuff. But it's also not like so basketball dense that 
if you're not like watching actively watching games every night, you're not going to be able to understand it, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, I think you'd have a hard time if you've never watched a game of basketball, you may not be able to enjoy this, but if you're just a casual, um, it's, it's really fun. Really good. The audiobook, not great. Not a great reader uh, of the book. Okay. Kind of weird cadence on stuff, which is frustrating for me, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, but overall the book itself really good and uh, had a lot of really, really good. If anything, it could, it probably could have been, a couple hours longer and, and gone even a little bit more detailed on stuff, but I, I, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot of good, a lot of good interviews. And, and I, I really dug it. I know you'll like it, Richard, I'm sure. But uh, I think the viewers will too. Listeners anyway, we'll, uh, we'll dig it too. If you have any kind of uh, attachment to basketball at all, I think it's a, it's awesome. a pretty easy read. But you can tell well, it called blood in the garden, blood in the garden. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a uh, Mel Gibson book. <laughs> <laughs> but you in a garden. You make me want to smoke, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend a documentary. Um, it's been taking over some conversations I've been having. Have you guys watched the Tinder Swindler yet? Yep. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Yep. It's fun to say too. Yeah. The Tinder Swindler. Yeah. Yeah. What a. Uh, I guess Netflix has another one here when it comes to what is even going on anymore <laughs> type content. Uh, yeah, that is another one. Tinder Swindler. And, uh, you know, great conversation with the wife over this one. Uh, yeah, just crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's just like uh, people getting uh, uh, extorted for lots of money via, via Tinder. Let's just say that. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Sarah loved that. She said it was great. It was uh it was very well done. Good good directing and uh I had no idea about this story, so I think that helped. But sure. and he was yeah. still out there, right? At the end. Like it 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 basically came out with him still out there scamming people. So kind of Yeah, I was gonna say if you're interested at all in seeing this and worried about spoilers, you should probably watch it real fast. Uh especially if <laughs> Especially if you use TikTok, because I've seen him so much over yeah. the last oh, gotcha. couple of uh, over the last week or so. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a weird one in that it's it's kind of dull for a little while. This is my experience anyway. Can't a little dull, and then it really picks up, and then it gets really satisfying, and then very unsatisfying. It's a strange. It's a very strange uh, viewing experience. But it's the same people that did uh, Don't F with Cats, right? So, oh, is that okay? Yeah, that was uh, another one. Where I was like, how is this even? How does this stuff yes. even happen? Yes. Right. The cats one right. was nuts. Oh man, I need to rewatch mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Abducted in plain sight. Remember that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> we we let our kids sleep with this guy. We had we were shocked when he was being abused. Like right. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't believe can't believe people, man. Sometimes. It's always, it's always funny in documentaries when especially crime related ones <laughs> when you're just like are you the stupidest person of all time? That's the only way that this could like, sometimes you really think, Oh man, I'm, I feel so sorry for these people. They, they, I mean, this was a great scheme, you know, whatever. And then sometimes you're just like, are you, are you functionally all there? Like how in the world did you decide that this was an okay decision? I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. Crazy. This was a little bit of both. I felt like this time around on, on tender swindler. Certainly crazy stuff, man, and uh, it's all in there. The Tinder Swindler, I think it's on Netflix, so check that one out, and that's the recommend for the week. We hope you enjoyed this little news roundup of some trailer reaction and some 
Paramount announcements and a shout out to uh, VIPs who are going to get the uh, bonus episode this week, the main episode. Um, I, I for one, guys, am, am loosey goosey, so I'm ready to go. So we'll get that going, and uh, we'll see you next time. Check out that Murder on the Orient uh, Nile uh, episode this week too, as well. Goodbye. I love of, you. of the apes. <laughs> <laughs>